You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Every time you try to do something right, it goes horribly wrong. Why is this happening? She's got a good luck field. The more good luck she experiences, the more bad luck she spreads. No! If Becky keeps winning, bad luck will keep spreading. How much worse can it get? Maybe we should burn some sage. It's another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Len and I sit down to discuss the DC Triple Shot on the CW. Uh, rapidly approaching Halloween, Glenn, I just want to comment, I didn't even get a chance, I didn't think to do this before we started recording, uh, I just wanted to congratulate you on inhabiting the body of Dr. Ian Malcolm. I saw some of those pictures <laughs> that Robbie posted, and uh, she made a great Ellie Statler, but... Uh, you were like living in Ian Malcolm's body for some reason. I don't know what was going on. It was, you, you had the hair working, the look on your face. It well, was tremendous. really, if you looked close, cause I have really thick hair. And mm. if you, his hair is kind of like curly. So yeah, I yeah. couldn't, it was just kind of like thrown up together. So from afar, yes. Yeah. But, I got uh, the, I, I got the vibes and, uh, yeah. uh, I almost shouted for, for joy when I noticed that one of the pictures was in fact you doing the bit with the water droplet on the hand. Yeah, and Lost then Boomers is a dinosaur. Yeah, which was adorable. Uh, was he just a, a generic dinosaur, or were you going for a, a specific uh, species, no. Dilophosaurus? No, just a generic dino. And then uh, Robbie had a little Triceratops with her, so yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, there's there'll be other pictures because let's just say throughout the night those those buttons started getting undone. So there there'll be pictures of the of the pose. Awesome. I hope you managed at least once or twice to get the laugh in there somewhere. I did a couple of times. Yeah, I did it every once in a while. If it were me, that would be usually when someone said "I hate you," I would just start doing that laugh to them. <laughs> If it were me, that'd be a framed picture in my home. I'd be very proud of that. But uh, my, my my friend Clint, he loves Jurassic Park as much as me. He was he was very ecstatic. That's yeah. what we did. It was incredible. Uh, kudos. Uh, well, we're not here to talk about Jurassic Park or Halloween. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to talk about these DC superhero shows. Actually, you know what? It was. I was, was going to say I wouldn't say unfortunate. Week. No, no, it wasn't unfortunate. It was not a bad week. Uh, I, I even feel like Flash did a little bit better than it's done in previous weeks. So uh, let's talk. Oh, well, in fact, we're going to start there. It's season four, episode three of The Flash called Luck Be a Lady. And in flashbacks, the thinker observes Becky Sharp, a woman with seemingly unending bad luck, and determines that she will be easily manipulated. In the present, Becky robs a bank and gets away when Barry slips on some marbles. 
Harry arrives from Earth 2, and boy, that just sounds ridiculous if you just leave that sentence hanging there. Barry just slipped on marbles and she got away. Uh, the thing is, Becky uh, puts off a field, essentially, of bad luck. She now has good luck, and everybody around her gets bad luck. Uh, Harry arrives from Earth 2 and tells Wally that Jesse has decided to break up in order to focus on her vigilantism. Cisco deduces that Becky is a metahuman with the power of favorable luck when inducing misfortune to others. Barry realizes that the portal he used to escape the Speed Force exposed an entire busload of people, including Becky and Deacon and others, to transformative dark matter. Wells informs Cisco that Jesse has expelled him from her crime-fighting team due to his attitude. Becky's powers expand out of control, reactivating the particle accelerator, which Harry deliberately allows, uh, nullifying Becky's powers and leading to her incarceration. Cisco and Harry identify 12 new metahumans created on the bus, and the latter suspects that an unknown party has manipulated uh, events surrounding Barry's return. Wally decides to leave on a journey to find himself, and the Thinker is revealed to be spying on Star Labs through the Samuroid helmet. Uh, oh, and Joe learns that Cecile is pregnant. All those things happen, Glenn. What did you think of Luck Be a Lady? Uh, I thought it was... I actually really liked it up until the dumb what's bringing a kid thing. Mm-hmm. They're only four seasons in. It's not even like they're on season eight or nine. Yeah, it was just kind of like... I don't know. They broke but, up uh, uh, Wally and Jesse for some reason. Yeah, but it's like... I don't know. Yeah, just... it's weird that they had them break up, but it also wasn't super important that they were together. No, so. I wonder if this is like a thing that she's just not going to be on the show very often anymore. And... Well, I think she signed on to join another show full-time is probably what it is. Oh, ah, well, that that could definitely be it for Hold sure. On. I, can, I can look that up really quick. I'm fairly certain that she got cast in another show. Okay, well, while you're doing that, I will also tell people that I also enjoyed the show more than the previous two episodes, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm... I, I don't know how to feel about the Joe Cecile thing. It just, yeah, it does feel kind of tacked on. I, I don't know. In the breakup thing, it makes sense if she's not going to be on the show any longer. I mean, there are a lot of relationships on the show. So if she's not going to be coming back, that obviously doesn't, it doesn't leave a hole of like, you know, where's Kid Flash's girlfriend? She's never around ever. They, they never come back. Harry comes back, but she doesn't. So if she's not on the show, um, or if she doesn't plan to be or whatever the case may be, uh, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, okay. Well, she was in a show. She was in a pilot episode. I don't know if it got picked up or not. Okay. So. She was looking for other work. Yeah, I guess. Possibly. So. Yeah, she's in a horror movie that's coming out. So, yeah, okay, whatever. I thought that was the thing. Um... No, that was pretty good. It, I mean, this, you know, we kept kind of saying, like, it, like it feels like they're trying to get into that groove of, you know, the lightheartedness that they had. Mm -hmm. And this kind of felt like the, the climax of that. Like, it really did feel like the season two. So, I mean, the luck stuff, like, it was goofy. It was fun. Sure. Like, it's a fun episode. The stuff with Cisco and Harry yelling at each other. 
just constantly getting in each other's way for things was good. I don't know. I just I think just having Tom Cavanaugh back just kind of just made things feel more balanced. Mm. Like like I said, like they kept feeling like they were trying to get there, but once he is now in it, it's now it really does feel like the old show. Yeah. Um, so. do, you, do you have anything else to add, uh, or would you like to drop a score? Uh, I really like uh, Joe's dad jokes. There's several times I actually like <laughs> I laughed pretty hard. I'm like, what's another word for old? When they're talking about his house, he's like vintage. Yes. And then it's like, oh, this house is so bitching. Like, like the fact that Joe said it, I just was like, what the? Like, it just really like a lot of some of the jokes just kind of threw me off. So yeah, sure. it was. Uh, no, I really, I did though. I really did like this episode. I mean. I like the bad guy. I thought she was actually really good. Hazard, yeah. Yeah, she was really good as far as, like, being, you know, what's the, I forget what the actual trope is. Did she kind of... The pitiful character. Yeah. Do you think she, it seemed like all the way up until, uh, it kind of feels like she didn't even realize she had powers up until her confrontation with the Flash. I guess did she was she honestly just thinking that she was hitting a streak of good luck, and that's all it was. Yeah, I mean, she I mean, was robbing. I, I think so. She was robbing banks. Like, you'd think at that point. I think she realize. felt like she had the. I think she just didn't put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> like she probably realized she had the powers, but it was more of like, well, okay, let's see if I can do this. But she, I don't think she put a lot of thought into yeah. what what all her power entailed or how it came to be. I think she just was like, I'm going to go with it. Now I swear I'm not a prude, but I have never in my life gone gambling. Uh huh. Um, usually cause I do not have the money to go. Gam- I don't have the money to lose gambling. I'm do y'all pre- have casinos up there, right? We do. Yeah. 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 We have some in Michigan. Uh, I'm going to presume though, Glenn, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to presume that you may have gone gambling once or twice in your life. Uh- yeah, I've been a few times. Have you have you played slots? Like yes. these digital slots? Yeah, I've never seen a game take that long. It's a <laughs> that's, game. that's where I was headed. Have, have you ever played one that that kept spinning for this, this long a time for dramatic effect? Because that one took forever. Yeah, that was the one thing that I was like... Oh, another like kind of funny joke... I, it's because it was just so stupid. It's like, yeah, they said you're bad luck, but I never thought be who could be a pilot of a plane and have a goose go in the engine twice, and then it just immediately <laughs> oh, see a goose go into Honk. the engine. Yeah, I was just like, of course, yeah, I guess that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the the yeah the amount of time. Well, what was funny is like, so the first wheel happened so quickly, and then the second one was slower. Now. Having played digital slots, mm-hmm. yes, uh, if good things happen, usually the last one will kind of slow down and take a while yeah. to see if it lines up, but usually the first however many is fine. It's just the last one that goes slow, but it's not. Uh, just to take like a minute. It was like a, it was like the runway that never ends in Fast and Furious. The pilot of that airplane, by the way, even after like they corrected the airplane... He seemed to have no emotional change whatsoever. Like, no, oh, he was supposed to be Sully, so he was just playing it cool the whole time. He was good. Yeah, I think that's what I mean. Like, he had a mustache and white hair. Oh, like, I really think they're right. making a Sully joke. Sully Sullenberg. And he's gonna land on the water. 
Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what they were doing. Yeah, that's the definitely evocative of that for sure. Uh, okay, so what would you give uh, the Flash's episode this week? Luck be a lady. Oh, uh, like uh, three and three and a half. That is also what I gave the episode. Uh, yeah, it was good. Better than the previous week's episode. Yeah, that's good. it was solid. Hopefully, they can build on it in uh, going into next week's much longer titled episode which we will this was a this was a good cisco episode i thought you had a lot of good moments hmm? like oh i thought you took the tech out of the suit it's like oh well, i lied okay like i took i didn't take it all out yeah. he left in he left in some valuable bits um all right let's move on let's talk about season three of legends of tomorrow episode three called zari sorry thomas come with us if you want to live this rap sheet, burglary, larceny, identity theft. Impressive. Are you guys stalking me? That's a cool getaway. Seattle 2042, Time Bureau agent Gary discovers a hydrokinetic assassin, uh, Kuwasa, who's pursuing Zari, a hacktivist, and sends a uh, distress signal. The legends receive it and find Seattle under martial law, controlled by Argus, which is hunting down metahumans. They find Zari, who demands help to rescue her brother from prison in exchange for finding Kuwasa. Amaya is uncertain about her power, so Stein and Nate seek a solution, with Nate synthesizing a Zambezi hallucinogen, which Nate gets wasted on, like, really bad. Uh, she uses it to have a vision with an ancestor who advises her to trust the increasing strength, while Jax initiates an unplanned prison break. Haha, <laughs> wink wink. Uh, Zari retrieves her brother's amulet admitting his murder by Argus, and ditches the team. Ray pursues her to a campsite where her family was to rendezvous. Kuwasa attacks the duo while Sharp pursues the Wave Rider in the time stream. The legends arrive, and Amaya, now in control of her powers, defeats Kuwasa, who vanishes during a uh, using a mystical item and implying it to uh, to be a descendant of hers. Sharp warns Sarah that if the legends are arrested, they would be banished to the dawn of time. Which does not sound fun. Amaya decides to stay and recruits Zari to the team. Meanwhile, in 1988, a young Ray Palmer encounters an unknown creature. Setting up next week's episode. Uh, What did you think of Zari, Glenn? I thought it was... uh, We should probably actually... Before... Uh, let's just bring up the elephant in the room. This show is not even pretending there's like a fourth wall anymore, are they? No, I don't think so. The Mick Rory prison break bit, where they very clearly are winking and nodding that, like, this is an actor who was in a show called Prison Break. I loved it. Like, he's like, so you want to do a prison break? And there's this long pause, and he goes, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, it was almost awesome. like he was waiting to put on the sunglasses and yeah. do the wow 
like it was awesome i loved it so much <laughs> anyway uh go ahead uh what did you think of the episode uh, i mean I, I thought it was uh i thought it was great um i think it's be funny if they ever reveal her character name mm-hmm. oh zari because i don't yeah zari is uh isis isis yeah so i don't think they're gonna quite do that <laughs> you don't think so <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, look, if Archer didn't have the balls to keep their name and change their spy agency from ISIS to something else, I, I don't think the CW will. Mm-hmm. I mean, the problem is, yeah, because it's, you know, she's the Greek goddess or whatever, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know if they're gonna, I just feel like today's world it ain't gonna happen. Maybe they'll do some sort of version. I mean, they, they did note that this was like a thing that was passed down yeah, uh, I'm sure if you go back far enough, that sort of thing, uh, it can be tied to ISIS. But I think ISIS, you know. But I also that. wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised in the show that if they were like, well, you know, she's from the goddess ISIS. Like, oh, well, we could co- no, maybe let's not call her that. Like, I could. I feel like that would be something they would say in the show. I mean, yeah, or you could just. I really think they would actually make a joke of it. You could explain it away by. Mick Rory just going like uh, the terrorist organization, and then Ray comes in and goes, "Actually, no, that's ISIL." Uh, he's like the undereducated say ISIS, but it's really ISIL. Uh, and then he goes into a long explanation of the the term and that saying like the Islamic State of Iran, Syria, and the Levant. Nobody wants to say that, so they <laughs> they just took that part off. Uh, you don't think that would make for a good episode? I think that would be a good scene. Totally I really think they away. would. I, I think they would have a banter, but I don't. I really don't think they would consistently no, call her that in the show. N- no, of course. And the, and the, look, they don't go out of their way to call a lot of these people by their superhero we names really on the show. No, you don't hear it very often at all. Nope. Uh, what was What was weird is that Argus arrested. They have. They're hunting metahumans. And they arrested all of these people on the team, but almost none of them were actually metahumans, which was weird. Yeah, there's, there's only like and not all of them are superheroes either. No, some of them are just people who are As very Roy well trained out. in combat. Yeah, Mick just has a fire yeah, gun. No one's. Yeah, Mick has a fire gun. Yeah, White, White Canary, Canary just, just knows how to fight. Yeah, Ray built a suit. Yeah, he's not. It's it's really like Nate and like Firestorm. That's kind of it, right? Oh, and Amaya, yeah. I guess. Is Amaya yeah. really a metahuman, though? Like, she has, like, an amulet, like a necklace that gives her powers. So I don't yeah, know if I she's would, really I meta. wouldn't consider her a meta. Yeah. I feel like Argus was really wrongfully uh, categorizing these people. But, you know, whatever. Uh, well, I like the episode, too. I think, the, I think they just kind of use the term more of, like, vigilantes and stuff, sure. too. Like, it's not... A more blanket term. Mm-hmm. Are you still going through Ben's uh, fruit pastels? Oh, I, he actually sent me two boxes. Oh, but, for real? I'm super jealous. No, these are Jolly Rancher gummies that I may or may not be allowed to eat, but they were just tempting. <laughs> are the pastels gone then, I, I, I presume? No, I still have a whole box left. Uh, ben, for those of you wondering, Ben Knight sent Glenn and I both uh, some some British sweets when he was in New York. 
mine are long gone. They didn't they didn't last a couple of days in this place. So, uh, yeah, I like the episode too. Um, it was interest. I wasn't expecting them to add another crew member, I and mean, maybe this is just on me for yes. not keeping up with the news for the show. Yeah, I had seen it mentioned, but it was just like it just I, I forgot that they had they were adding a series regular to it. Mm-hmm. What what did you think of uh, what did you think of Stone uh, Nate? Because they they <laughs> they spent a lot of time on him. I thought yeah the whole like when he's like trying to fly the ship I thought was funny. <laughs> it's like my face feels like it's you know melting or whatever, and she's like we haven't even moved. Yes. <laughs> it's like how fast are we going? And it's like the ship is like in neutral or whatever. Yeah, they uh, did. They do a good job with Gideon too. This episode, kind of like, mm-hmm. like she could have taken control at any point in time, but I think it's almost like she wanted to see the comedy of it. Yeah. And then whenever they're talking to, uh, is it Sanders? Is that her name? <laughs> she's just like, she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So that no, was, it was good. Good to see Gary again. Oh yes. I don't I know. They just. just... They, I love that he's a regular, kind of. Yeah, it just kind of hails them on accident. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess he won't show up for a while because it kind of can't do. They need to not have. Oh, they run into the time bureau up every episode. Right. Hopefully, they kind of take a break for a little bit. It's amazing that he is. Yeah, if he does this too often, people start wondering how he has a job there. Because yeah. he seems like he's just. You know, they need to, like, uh, he just needs to screw up so many times that the legends just bring him on board. Like, he's just a part of the group. Yeah. Be like he's the not like a, yeah, yeah, he's not like a superhero guy, though. He's just Gary. He doesn't have, like, a cool name or cool powers. <laughs> no. It's just, you know, hey, Gary, can you go fix this? Or, ah, uh, that needs to happen. Uh, and clearly, next week, they're doing some sort of, uh, some sort of playoff of E.T., I presume. Yeah, with Ray. Uh, well, the title for next week's episode certainly gives that away, uh, but we'll we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, what would you give uh, Legends of Tomorrow for this week? Also, this is a great Mick episode. We were talking about like the yes. same thing, like when Sarah's fighting the bad lady, and he's mm-hmm. just kind of standing there, and she's like, "Really, you can't step in or nothing?" And he just like grabs a paw and just smashes over the guy's head. Who wants to fight? <laughs> Who wants to but fight? Also, the other thing is when they go, like when the Argus agents are going around them, he just gets so mad because he can't shoot anyone. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious! And then he finally, oh yeah, 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 where he just looks mad and he's yeah, because like, he's like pointing his gun, but someone keeps taking him out. She's like, what's the matter? And he's like, I just wanted to shoot somebody. He's just mad. He's just, oh, man. Uh, and I think, I. by the way... And I then whenever Sarah, they're escaping the prison or whatever, he, she's like, all right, do your thing. And he's just, like, so happy to just melt people. Yes. Uh, and by the way, I think the bar scene, she was just... I think she said to him, create a distraction or something. Or just, yeah, create a diversion. Create a diversion. So he hits somebody and says, who wants to fight? <laughs> Uh, he's awesome. Uh, what would you What would you give Zari? Uh, like a like a four and a quarter, maybe. Mm-hmm. I give it four and a quarter. Yeah, it's uh, good. It is I just excellent. I love this show. I love this show so much. I really hope they do something with Zari and Mick. I really want Mick to kind of have a not, not even like a romantic foil, but something some kind of foil, like how mm-hmm. they were kind of do it with him and Amaya at first, and then they just stopped it. They dropped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I agree. Because uh, I can see him and Zari, like, kind of, because they're both, like, whenever she's like, I'm not a superhero, he's like, oh, neither am I. And she's like, I guess I'll join. And he's like, good. And then they just kind of walk off. He did but seem to, so like, can, they did seem to have something, maybe, like, a little Yeah, bit. I can kind of see, like, yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, she's against the law, that kind of thing. And he, you know, obviously admired her work. Yes. Like, he was, he was kind of happy whenever he's like, oh, this is a heist. Oh, this is a double cross. <laughs> like, he was... He seemed, and he, I love, he's like, oh, it's a police state. Like, how do you know? Because like, I can smell the pigs. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, I think he's kind of like, it's crazy how he's sort of become like the focal point for us on this show. Yeah, but, it's crazy that he's become like my favorite thing. But what the hell? He, it's You like what you like, and he's been awesome. Uh, I mean, even the beginning part when it's like... Um, Stein, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there in the like their little lounge area, and Nate's trying to talk to him about his problems, and he's like, "I don't like." He just doesn't want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, you tell Maya," and then she's like asleep up on the ceiling because she's a spider. I don't uh, know. Spe- just because it's fun. That's why I love it so much. Uh, speaking of things that have been surprisingly good, uh, let's talk about Arrow, uh, season six, episode three called Next of Kin. You can be a better hero than I ever was. I'm the Green Arrow. Let's move out. Did you forget to say suit up? Or was like, move out his version of suit up? He's in over his head. Should I call you the Green Arrow? It feels kind of weird. Get used to it. Fost with John refusing to shoot arrows. Uh, and he figures eventually some people are going to notice that the Green Arrow isn't shooting them. The city council begins drafting a tighter anti-vigilante bill uh, and telling Dinah that he has overcome his tremors. John reveals to have leadership problems when rogue CIA operatives begin hunting down a former member in order to silence him. Renee asks Oliver to return to the team. The latter has Felicity help William with his mathematics test while convincing John of his competence. Team Arrow tracks down a rogue member, or a rogue group of mercenaries led by Onyx Adams uh, to a hotel and engages them, defeating them all and saving the civilians from a biological weapon. With no way to stop the bill, Oliver converts it to a citywide referendum. Uh, Watson begins suspecting John, who receives an arrow-fitting crossbow invented by Felicity and Curtis. Oliver resumes his relationship with Felicity, while John is revealed to be injecting drugs to control his tremors. So, Glenn, they managed to go two weeks now. Well, sort of. They went to the end of episode two without Oliver as Arrow, and they've gone a whole nother episode without him becoming Arrow. How much longer can this go on for? One more episode. No, um, I've, I, they might be a little patient. I don't know. When are they doing the crossover? Uh, that is not until late November, episode eight. Okay, so I feel like that's going to be part of the finale-ish. So I mm-hmm. feel like that's, it might be when they do it. I don't know. They have, they do seem patient this time. I hope so. It, 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 I think you're right, and I think it's reflecting in 
uh, a much more I mean, even with, uh, done. Go ahead. Even with like uh, Felicity and stuff, they've seemed more patient too. Yes. Yeah. I, I yeah. I feel like it's definitely reflecting in the first three episodes so far, which, to be fair, have not been mind blowing or anything like that. But they've kind of been more or less like a return to form from some of the earlier seasons. Yeah, so especially uh, the action. I will say, like, the fight yes. that they have with the uh, guy in the limo, that was really good. Yes. Uh, they've been, yeah, and th- and that's something we've been seeing, actually, since the the first episode this season, going back a couple. There's been a lot of great, it's been a, a much tighter focus on the action. Uh, it seems like the, they're paying a little bit more attention to the characters now. It doesn't feel like they're as all over the place as they have been in previous years. Uh, That's good. I mean, there's obviously, there's still a lot that they have to rebuild as far as like my good faith goes. But I mean, this was a show we were talking about, not even jokingly. I was sort of legitimately considering dropping, talking about this show and putting Supergirl in the third slot Uh, because the show I was, um, I was that close to being done with this show, but so far, they've been three for three with episodes this season. So I don't, I don't know what uh, overall thoughts on next of kin, Glenn. Um, yeah, like I said, like they were just kind of patient with even Felicity and uh, Oliver taking a break, and then yeah, they are putting them back together again. But at least they've been sort of slowly doing it. Yeah, it's not been so like quick and. Uh, half-assed. It does feel uh, stuff, slightly more natural, yeah. Yeah, the stuff with John was was actually kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, I mean, he did get over his his tremors. Granted, yes. artificially. So yes. I will, I'll actually forgive them for not having him just get over the yip so quickly. Sure. I kind of, I kind of like uh, John being a uh, Green Arrow. Yeah, I like it whenever he does his little gruff voice. <laughs> that actually right. sounds actually sounds way more menacing because he's you know, already he's already got a deep voice, so it's just like that's right. But no, it was uh, it was a good episode. I mean, the I'm glad to see Faust again. I wish he was in it more because I I kind of like his cartoonish ways. Agreed, he's he's enjoyable. Um, it's weird that they've only had Laurel in one episode, even though she's in the main cast. But that is weird, right? She's in the credits, right? Yeah, she's part of a regular cast member. But I guess they're kind of treating her like John Barrowman. Mer- or same as uh, Thea. She's uh, still as a regular cast, but she hasn't come in yet. So She's in a coma, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just surprised they haven't seen her more, like visited her in her right. coma. Or even mentioned. They, they haven't mentioned her past the first episode, I don't think. Well, um, they did say Thea would be able to handle this when he's trying to, like, oh, pull yeah, 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 the yeah. FBI agent. But no, no, I know what you mean. Laurel, uh, I think Laurel is back next week. Oh, okay. Uh, if I if I do recall, I was pulling the uh, the the audio for the uh, the promos for next week's episodes, and yeah. uh, her picture was in the thumbnail for it. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's I'm pretty sure she's coming back next week. Uh, I, I and like then Talia's too. the big bad this season. So, mm-hmm. um, I kind of like it. Uh, I feel like they could probably keep Diggle in this position for, I mean, if it were me, I'd, yeah, I'd do it until the crossover. 
I mean, look, yeah. it's not like the it's not like the ratings are what they used to be for this show, and in fact, they've been going down. Uh, they've dropped uh, they dropped incrementally from episode one to two, and then they took a bit of a bigger drop from episode two to three. I mean, maybe that was because Oliver's not going to be the Green Arrow, and you know, several hundred thousand people decided they weren't going to watch next week or something. I don't know, but I I don't know. I like it. I think. Uh, I think it works, and I sort of like this whole uh, Diggle being afraid to tell Oliver what's really going on with him, so he's taking on probably more than he can chew right now, but he doesn't want to tell Oliver this for a variety of reasons, but now add to the mix that Oliver wants to just be a dad, doesn't want to be a vigilante guy anymore. Uh, So, you know, how does Diggle further step on his toes when it comes to that? So I, I like the, I mean, this all feels like it'll be something that comes to a head at some point. Like he'll, he'll screw up either with yeah. the, the drugs will do something to him or. Which is uh, when Oliver will have to step in as arrow. Yeah. That's right. Boomers. Uh, an excellent point was made. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know about. Uh, also, they haven't had Felicity and uh, Curtis make their startup yet. I'm also surprised it hasn't been an episode and they have money and now problems are solved. No, they've been sort of like slowly working on it. They had like a bit where she was working on like a name or whatever and that she turned her apartment into like a home office or whatever in this episode. But uh, they hadn't, uh, hadn't hadn't even worked out a name. So I, I feel like that would be something that would be glossed over in... Uh, arrow of like previous seasons like uh you know they'd already started the company and they're already like there was just something they did in between episodes but uh, it seems like they're kind of slowly taking everything uh bit by bit which is a good change of pace i think i didn't really care that much for the onyx adams stuff uh in fact i kind of forgotten entirely what that was all about it felt like there were just people who were in this episode because the team needed people to fight and they did and they fought them and i sort of didn't i don't know i I sort of found myself uninterested with what they were doing there and what their evil plan was or why any of that was happening (laughs) but yeah no i i mean having just watched it i totally missed the part where like why they were trying to kill that Reynolds dude, and then you mm-hmm. just said it at the end, like, "Oh, he banned his team." Like, "Oh, okay," because I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, a pretty good episode this week. Not not the best episode of the week. I still think that goes to Legends, but I'm pretty happy. What what did you give next to Ken? Uh, uh, a three and a half, maybe. Uh, I gave it. Yeah, I gave it three and three quarters. Uh, it was, it was solid. Yeah. I'm so I'm so happy to not be like, oh, it was a two, it was a one and a half. I feel yeah, like yeah. I mean, it was my it. least favorite this week, but it wasn't like how it used to be. My least favorite. Oh yeah, like it was the worst thing you did all week. Yeah, it was just it was my least favorite, show. and I actually thought all these episodes were enjoyable this year, this week. Mm-hmm. So agreed. Um, before we end up popping off. Uh, send a thank you over to the fine folks of Fandango. Uh, we had two previous uh, movie ticket promotion giveaways, which have since expired. Uh, but fear not, you can still buy tickets for those movies like Blade Runner 2049 or 
Uh, you can still pre-order tickets for Star Wars The Last Jedi by using the link cinemageekly.com slash Fandango. But uh, this week's promotion is an excellent tie-in with the shows we happen to be talking about. Uh, we're talking about pre-ordering tickets for Justice League. And if you use the link cinemageekly.com slash JLA, when you use that link, you will get your tickets and a free Justice League poster courtesy of Fandango. Uh, are you going to be checking that out, Glenn? I know you will be, but is this going to be like an opening weekend movie for you? Or is this a, you know, we'll catch it in a couple weeks or something after its release? Uh, no, I'll probably see it pretty quickly. It just, I might, I don't think anybody else I know wants to see it. So I'll probably see it by myself. That's crazy. <laughs> that, that, is it just like the goodwill for the, or is it that all of your friends don't care about geeky movies? Or is it just that they've, DC has spent all of their goodwill no, most of my friends I hang out with strictly, for the most part, like anime or some like artsy stuff that I do. Mm-hmm. But if they're doing anything like genre specific, it's generally anime. So they're not, none of them. There's a couple that I have that are superhero people like me, but um, I don't usually see movies with them. So gotcha, gotcha. I don't know. Um, I will eventually see this, but I. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's for me as a theater going experience. Uh, I am if if anything I'm more curious to see. If anything, my curiosity lies in watching it to see if I can see how much of an effect Joss Whedon really has on the movie, because I feel like I'll be able to see it over Zack Snyder. I feel like they're so different from one another that I would be able to literally just watch the movie and know how much of an effect Joss Whedon really had on it. Uh, as opposed to to Snyder, and that's like really, I'm not interested if it's going to be a good movie or not. At this point, for me, DC has kind of spent a lot of their. Uh, for me, I've I, I don't know. I've just sold a lot of stock when it comes to DC movies. Wonder Woman was great, but yeah, I don't know about this Justice League movie. Even even if Joss Whedon had stepped in and, and done a bunch. I'm always shaky about movies that have like these kind of weird throws in the middle of production where stuff really gets shaken up. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm not hating. I'm, I'm not going to hate on a movie I haven't seen, but I'm not sure if I'm going to rush right out. But or just watch the, shouldn't. watch the last animated movie they did with the Adam West throwback cast and mm. William Shatner's Two-Face. Oh, it's Two-Face. <laughs> <laughs> Why is their animated stuff so good? I'm sure that must uh, be amazing. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure. No, it's I haven't watched it yet either. So. Uh, so, yeah, that's the show for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of the show. Find us on iTunes and Google Play. Just search for Flashing Arrow and hit subscribe. And we will be back next week to talk more DC on CW, the Flash Season 4, Episode 4, called elongated journey into night i'm not making that up that's the title of the episode they're doing Uh, the elongated man so yeah (laughs) plastic man yeah that's right uh legends of tomorrow season three called phone home and arrow season six episode four called reversal 